Hey everyone, today we're gonna to talk about five things that I feel like brides and grooms forget or not forget because you don't wanna tell people they're making a mistake. Because sometimes, 90% of the time, they don't know what they're doing as far as first time wedding or they're young or they don't know what they're doing or they're too busy and they're having other people. So, so one of the things is, it's five things that revolve around the same thing, time. Time is the greatest commodity. Time is the most important thing that all of us, we all have 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, that's it. Nobody has any more, nobody has any less. So on a wedding day, you wanna be very, very conscious about an itinerary and a timeline that fits the day, but more importantly, is doable. It, it just cannot be unrealistic. So one of the things um, that I wanna talk about is being organized. I, about a month before a wedding, will reach out to the bride and groom and say, hey, let's get a phone call or a coffee, and we talk about the itinerary. So we start, because a lot of times I'm talking to these people last year. Engagements are done, everything else like that, but the initial consultation is probably a year prior to their wedding, uh, sometimes too. So a few things might have changed in there. So I have the original questionnaire that they filled out through my 17 hats. Um, I have that with me in front of me. And I'll say, okay, is the ceremony still at 4 p.m.? Oh, no, 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 that, now that's 3.30 or now that's 5 o'clock. That is a huge factor of everything. So for me, everything revolves around the ceremony. The ceremony time is, let's just say, pick for the sake of round numbers, uh, if it's a weekday, it's like five o'clock. If it's a weekend, it's usually two o'clock. So let's say it's two o'clock in the afternoon. At two o'clock in the afternoon, the ceremony is going to be at X church or X venue. So the organization part that comes to that is, from there, I back up about an hour and a half and do getting ready pictures for the first hour and a half prior to the two o'clock start time. So the window in there is an hour and a half, the bride usually says, oh, that's, that's more than enough time. How far is it from the church, from the hotel that you're getting ready at, to the church where your ceremony is? Oh, 25 minutes, okay. Now we only have a, an hour of getting ready pictures because you just lost 25 minutes because of driving. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. So paying attention to little stuff like that is very, very helpful. So next thing is the bride wants to do sometimes a first look prior to the ceremony. All of a sudden, now you're an hour and a half that I usually start before the wedding at cere uh, ceremony at 2 p.m., now we lost 20 minutes of driving, but now we have to leave before that because we have to be at the church 15 minutes early to do the first look or the venue first look beforehand. So if you're, this is, every situation is different. So if you're at the same venue all day long, getting ready, there's no travel, first look can be done there. Every, so you're, you're golden. It's the ones that are kind of like, not like that sometimes that kind of throw you off a little bit. So, so just be aware of when it comes to that. So time is gonna be the most important thing no matter what. So let's say we don't wanna do a first look now. So you wanna be at the church at 1.30 because you've got a 2 p.m. start time. So then you've got to be there by 1.30 to do the first look with the bride and groom, okay? Now it's a 20-minute drive, 25-minute drive. So now you're leaving at 1 o'clock to be there for 1.30 so you could do the first look at 2 p.m. or 1.30 so you could be ready for the ceremony at 2 p.m. 
So the one o'clock turns into now, if you want to do an hour and a half's worth of getting ready pictures with the hair, the makeup, the details, the dress, the, all that stuff that comes along with that. And you guys know what I'm talking about. So then you now have to, you're going to be there at like 12 o'clock. Because 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock, sorry, 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock is going to be the getting ready pictures. And then 1 o'clock to 1.30 is the drive. 1.30 to 1.45 is the first look. And then 1.45 to 2 o'clock is refreshing. And then ceremony starts at 2 o'clock. So you're now starting at 12 o'clock. So that's two hours of your eight-hour package that just got absorbed in the beginning part. And we didn't even say, I do yet. Bride's like, oh, wow, I didn't think about that. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is the time in between the ceremony and the reception. Hypothetically, if you are in the same venue and you're not going anywhere, this kind of doesn't come into play for you in, in that situation. But a lot of my weddings, I'm traveling from one church to the venue or one church to a park to a venue. So, so driving, oh, I clocked it at seven minutes. On a Saturday afternoon or a Friday night, you don't know what that's going to be like because of traffic, stoplights, things like that. So error on the side of having more time than not. So let's say it's a Catholic church and it's 12 o'clock, I mean 2, 2 p.m. ceremony, and now you're done at 3 o'clock. Now they want 15 minutes of pictures in front of the altar at the church, then you're driving 15 minutes to the park. So 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock to 3.15, is your pictures inside of the church. 3.15 to 3.30 is your drive to the park. 3.30 to almost 3.40, 4.15 is now your 45-minute window of parents, grandparents, um, siblings, um, wedding party, all of the girls together, all of the guys together, all of the girls with the guys, all of the guys with the girls, a whole wedding party together. So you just got to get in the habit of shooting quickly when it comes to that. So Every situation is different, so in this scenario, 4.15, you're done. 15-minute drive to the ceremony. I'm sorry, 15-minute drive to the reception venue. Your walk-in is 4.45 because you want to be sitting down and doing your first toast and your first dance, all that stuff at 5 o'clock because you want to be eating at 5.30. So do you see where all of these little things that come into play, something like that? So, so people forget about that stuff. They're just like, oh, we're just going to do pictures after and then we're just going to go to the venue. It's, it's not always like that. Sometimes you just got to be a little bit meticulous. You got to make aware of it kind of thing. So, so something has to give. Less, if you want to make up more times at the park, don't do any pictures at the church for the formal pictures. If the pictures in the church and the altar are more important to you, do all of them there, then do some at the park, but make it up someplace inside of there. So the next thing people forget about is the um, sunset. If you're like, I'm, I got a beautiful venue overlooking the Pioneer Valley or wherever you are, sunset on the beach kind of thing like that, and your timing is... 6.45, you're sitting down to eat, and sunset is 6.46. There's, I can't bring you out when you're supposed to be doing your first dance. I can't bring you out of the venue um, to the beach or to the cliff or to the, the, the opening kind of thing like that. I can go get my lights ready, but I still have to take you out there to do that. So now, if you wait, if, it's, if you're doing it at 6.30, and sunset is 6.45. And at 6.30, you're doing your first dance, um, your toast, maid of honor toast, groomsman toast, 
best man toast, father toast, anything like that. And lately, a lot of my weddings have been very long-winded toasts. So sunset goes down to 6.45. And they take 15 minutes. Let's say they just take 10 minutes each. And they started at 6.30. That's 6.40, 6.50, 7 o'clock. You just missed that window of sunset pictures. And the bride and groom cannot be mad at you for that happening because it's really not your fault. But they're going to be mad because they didn't get the sunset pictures. And you don't want people disappointed on their wedding. You don't, for whatever reason. His fault, your fault, their fault, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter at all. So compensate for that and just say, hey, we need to be doing this at 615 Keep your toe short because we need to be outside with that photographer at 645. And then co coordinate with your DJ. Coordinate with your DJ and your wedding planner that's there. If there is one, the wedding coordinator of any venue that you're at to say, hey, so-and-so, just want you to know we are going outside for sunset pictures, so don't think about cutting that cake yet or don't think about doing the introductions of you know, father, daughter, mother, son, anything like that. We are going outside and then we'll come back. Make sure you have good communication with the DJ and the wedding planner slash wedding coordinator at the venue. The most important thing. You're not the most important person in the venue. Everybody's got to work together. So the last thing is the formals when it comes to that, the traveling part. Again, I cannot emphasize this enough that um, you have to have clear directions on where you're going. You have to have clear directions on where you're going. Don't just assume, oh, I know that park and your GPS for some reason took you the long way because there was an accident on the highway. My suggestion to you and what I do is I follow the limo. But what if I want to get there early so I can set up all of my stuff? If you end up going to the wrong part of the park and the bride meant the entrance on the other side and you thought it was the entrance on this side or didn't even know there was another entrance, they're going to be sitting there waiting for you. You're going to be the one that looks like you got lost. If you follow the limo and they get lost, they can't blame you for not being ready. Now, be ready when you get there. Tell them, stay in the car if it's cold outside, come outside, mingle if it's nice outside. I need about five minutes to kind of get set up, grab my gear, grab my bags, grab my flash, grab my lenses, go to the spot that we want to do, plop everything down, start lining everybody up, click, 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 click. Don't make it like a cattle call, but make it you know quickly as you can because you still got to drive back to what you're doing. So I will usually send my second shooter back ahead of time. So when I know I'm winding down, hey, go to the venue right now. Start taking detail shots of the tables because cocktail hour is happening over there. All of that stuff's happening over there. So the cocktail hour is happening. All that's happening over there. They're going on. So get there. Do that. Be ready for when I get there. We know the position where we're going to put the lights. We're going to come in and start shooting and then coordinate with the DJ again saying, hey, tell you what, I need a five-minute delay. Just give me five minutes so I can get set up. We were running late. They got lost. I got lost. Whatever. Coordinate. Talk about timing. So, so don't call them five mistakes that brides and grooms do on their wedding day. It's just five things that they forget or didn't even know about because they don't, they're, they've never planned a wedding before. 90% of my clients have never planned a wedding before. So they had no idea that anything like that was going to be, you know, even a possibility when it comes to that. So rehearse with them ahead of time. You will look like a hero being organized and helping them keep, stay on track and not missing something. Hey, did you think about that? Oh, I did not. Yes, we want to do a first look. Okay, we need to do X and X and X to compensate that full. So the most important thing is making yourself not, not look like a hero, 
but be very thorough. Talk to the, all of the vendors that are involved. Be nice, hospitable, smile, because these are all people that are going to refer you, or if they have a better experience with you, that's on you. So, thank you guys for coming back to the channel. Appreciate it. Today I'm doing a, a video in front of my Christmas uh, mini session backdrop behind me over there because I wanted to do a different wall. So, thank you guys for coming back to the channel. If you guys do anything different or you can think of something else that the bride and grooms kind of, you know, don't really know that they're aware of that they're supposed to do when it comes to that. Um, hair and makeup timing, that's a whole other subject also, but just have the timings all the way down. Thank you guys for coming back to the channel. I appreciate your time. Put your comments back down below hit that like button and please hit that subscribe button. It helps me out really, 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 really a lot. And hit that like button. Thank you guys for coming back to the channel and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.